0: One of one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Rated Rookie logo.
1: Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to go to the football to?
0: Guess how much I sniped this for an optic. Number to five. You dirty yeah. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Huh?
1: Football cards collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter, and it's all a part of the NoOffSeason.com network. And as always, we go live on Tuesdays, just hanging out with you. And Andy, the big thing for me from a football card perspective is we could be with the trade deadline coming up in a kind of weird sort of buying opportunity over the next few weeks because, well... The NBA starts today and the MLB playoffs are, are still going on. People are, are distracted with Win stuff. So, Andy, th- th-
0: there could be some buying
1: opportunities here.
0: Oh, there absolutely can. Most of the time you find your best deals in auction. You know what's interesting, Carter, is if you go back and you look at the week over week, buy it now, sold volume versus the auction sold volume of like the biggest names in the hobby, whether you're looking at, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen—you know—looking at a variety of different draft classes, they all have about twice as many auctions sold as they do buy it now sold. and that number will vary depending on like how many different cards they have uh, out there for them as well. So it's um, there's always opportunities every week, and and I mean, in the thousands of listings that I scrub, I'll I'll find you know, um, even on big name players like a Patrick Mahomes is a prime example. You know, in the past few weeks, there's been some auctions for his prism uh, PSA 10 that have dipped down to around $3,000. If you go back before the season, you yeah, know, it was a $4,000 to $4,400 card and the Super Bowl is about the same thing. You know, we know the all time peak on that card was around twelve grand yeah. uh, back at uh, the end of uh, the 2020-2021 season. So um, you know, there's always there's always is is opportunity in the market with the hundreds of thousands of, of football cards that are listed on on eBay any given moment.
1: Yeah, you, you are right, Andy. I, I've had more success this year just being transparent and I'm not as heavy of a seller as you. I'm not as heavy of a seller or, well, you know, Andy, you and I, we, we talk privately all the time. These people putting up a million, like one point five million 90 day turnarounds. We're not even talking about like huge we're not even talking about like card collector 2 or dc sports 87 it's just regular people are able to churn out that inventory i have had more success with auctions so uh you know previous you are always a buy it now kind of seller have you opened yourself up to doing more auctions uh from a selling perspective
0: i haven't but oh i do see its advantages and i do see um where it can be very successful because you know especially if you get the whole uh game theory right you know like if you had kirk cousins or jordan addison card you were trying to list last night would have been the time to do it when they're knocking off the 49ers you know um or even that young man who picked off brock purdy twice like you know there's some interesting soul data on him I, i can't even remember his name but i guarantee you he had a um a little, uh, pop off in the, in the market, you know, and that's just, this is how sensitive the market is. And if you have the auction time, just right, you know, you're going to force a sale. So you're guaranteed to make a sale and you're, you're going to get whatever the market gives you. So if you time it right, that could be quite nice.
1: There would be no kind of jolt. Like if a Kirk cousins got traded to like a semi contender who needs a QB, like, uh, Obviously, the Jets or someone like that. I I would love that for the football card market. I would love that just uh, for for everything in general. Now, I do want to talk about one card in particular, Andy. This seems to have been the Chase card. I told you I didn't really love the design of this card, and it is the thumbnail image for those listening to podcast form. I totally get it. But if you are watching on YouTube – when you clicked on this video you weren't clicking because of our beautiful faces you were clicking to look at that CJ Stroud micro <laughs> mosaic so andy there there has been some some change
0: there has and this is this is where release dates come in and they're they're so important to kind of understand uh, that new product hype because we were just looking at this card uh not that long ago not that long ago just a few weeks ago Carter, you could go back and pull our clip, and and you can see we're talking, and we and we had multiple sold listings of this one, and the Anthony Richardson selling in that fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred dollar range. Uh, and now you got the CJ Stroud that's going for about a uh, dollars Crazy micro mosaic. This is the Bryce Young range. A few weeks ago, when the product came out, so it's uh, once the product's been out. Now you can see cards like the kaleidoscope, the stained glass. They're now at the similar level as the micro mosaic so it's had it's time its its newness effect of being a brand new case hit has kind of worn off and obviously some people are, are don't care for it i'm sure that there are a lot of people that do really like these and they they want to get their hands on one and
1: i'm one of those people that don't care for it it's just not for me it's but for me andy i am not like the biggest insert guy in the world right i'm fine with inserts but overall i mean i saw recently that a tom brady kaboom went way under what it was a few years ago but just in general a lot of higher end things are just way 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 under than what they used to be a good rule of thumb for me andy unless you know for sure that a card is really worth something so like you mentioned a minute ago the patrick bones psa 10 going for three or four k and i want the chat for the, the Chads, the the oh my shoes, the Derek's, please correct me if I'm wrong. But for me, Andy, when you are starting to, a card gets up to that14, dollars range, that card has got to be special for it to get up to 2k and 3k and 4k. For some reason, am I wrong or or do you feel that that seems to be a pretty good ceiling for most cards?
0: Yeah, I think so, because once you start getting higher than that, I mean, you start comparing the values of some of these cars to uh, cards to cars. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, cards to a decent car. And um, and and then I start, you know, you start to see like the b- bigger volatility in, in those cards just dipping a few hundred dollars or dipping a thousand dollars. But it's like, look at how high it was to begin with. So it you know, every card is worth something different to a different person. You know, it's, it's a moving target, you know, it's, um, at, at, and I, and I want to, I don't want to get too much off topic here, but I do want to talk about this at some point in the stream, Carter is, um, you know, the, the raw cards coming back from PSA and getting listed, you know, where those cards came from and why we see so much volatility on a weekly basis in some of the auctions, but, you know, more or less, Patrick Mahomes' market has been pretty, pretty much the same. It's it's not really gone too much up. It's not gone too much down because the prices were already so inflated to begin with.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I I I would love to hear more on this, and you you keep going.
0: Well, it's just that you, especially on these ultra modern cards like uh, 2021 Trevor Lawrence, 2022 Brock Purdy, or Kenny Pickett, or even Jalen Hurts and the guys from the 2020 draft class. You know, you have a lot of people that have been either ripping their their pack the, the packs from those years and sending the good looking raw cards to get great at PSA. And then when they come back, you see for example, um, a green velocity optic rated rookie Jalen Hurts PSA 10. That's a $350 card in a PSA 10, but raw that's a $50 card if you're going to like snipe it on eBay maybe $50 to $75. Uh, but if you got it out of a pack you know, you could have ripped that out of a blaster box, you know, and, and right. you spent a total 30 or to $50 to get it graded. And so now it's like one guy is going to hold out and get the max dollars. So you, you'll you find a $450 sold at some point. If you wait long enough, somebody will buy it at 450 but then you find a lot more at 4 350 even as low as 300 even in a buy it now, Carter. And it just goes to show you that uh, the card is worth something different to, to, everybody and and as they get them back from PSA one guy's hey i'm okay with making 150 bucks whereas the other guy's like no i want to get top dollar i really wouldn't mind holding on to this card and i see that across all these players and it's uh, such a moving target man but it is fun to to dig in and look at all these differences so if you're
1: new right andy is talking about sending a card to PSA and it does take time it just depends on your service level and if Psa likes you or not uh if you're going through a popular group submitter th- there's so many things that can you know change when are you okay what happened you okay yeah it sounded okay. it sounded like the Tampa streets are getting shot up there for a second I was like man I need to catch a flight okay g- I gotta protect my boy Andy huh? uh, uh. Is
0: it, is it a good thing oh I it's a
1: mail day let's go <laughs> let's go uh but no 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 so it takes a while for cards to get back. And Andy, for me, I, I'll i be honest. I know this sounds crazy since I've been doing the show for you for years now. We went to the National. Uh, I, I've sent one card in my life to get graded. One. And that was through a group submitter who already had the card. And he was like, let me just go ahead and send it for you. Shout out to my guy Daps. That was it. That was it. Okay? Um, that's the only time. That is the only time. So you have to factor that in and when you're sending a card in to be graded is this card going to gym is it going to be a 10 andy you've covered this plenty of times a card raw is is the same as a psa 9 right uh, a lot of times when you look at sales so um obviously especially with the ultra modern stuff andy the bottom line is it is so hard uh to just flip any card and normally the right thing to do andy if you do pull a card it's listed immediately Right, because like with the micro mosaic, there's probably someone out there with the CJ Stroud micro mosaic, and he's sitting there with it and he's adjoining. He's like, This card looks like a miniature Sistine Chapel. Um, and it sure, if that's how you see it, good for you. But that's that person who's probably watching this very popular show right now is like, Dang it, I lost a grand, a grand, Andy, a grand. How many cards? Are you even selling for a grand? So that's why I say when it when it gets about that fifteen hundred mark, it's going to be very that card has got to be rare. The player has to be elite for you to to, to get up above that.
0: Yeah, and those are the kind of cards that um, it makes sense to send to auctions. That's what you see a lot of. You know, like I was looking at, um, for example, you know, you talk about prices getting really high. Josh Allen has got pretty high prices. I would say still on like the ultra rare stuff, you look at the rookie ticket autos, Joe Burrows, rookie ticket auto, generally speaking is more common. It still sells for more than Josh Allen because you can get a rookie ticket auto Josh Allen in a BGS 95 for about 2,500. And the, the Burrows base is going to, is going to run you that in like a PSA nine or raw condition. So, um, you know, and over the past week, I've seen 150 Josh Allen buy it now sold just across his entire market. Three hundred auctions, you know. If you fast forward, though, you look at Purdy Buy It Now solds over the past week, fifteen hundred roughly cards. Goodness, Um, and and that is and that is Buy It Now. That is Buy It Now solds. Yeah, and
1: the thing about Buy It Now, Zandy, is I do think obviously Buy It Now is more of an impulse thing, right? I think buy it now data is very interesting because you got to think of yourself in the mindset of the buyer, right? If I'm going to buy a card, that means I am actively searching for that card. I am making the decision to buy this card, not waiting for an auction. So, really think about that if you're listing card for you know uh, a buy it now. Is it something that people really really want uh, to to go get? So, Andy, I, I guess Brock Purdy would be the biggest individual player to really dive into. The deepest because you know, I I said a few weeks ago, got some pushback, obviously. Um, our live chat got spammed two weeks ago with uh my comments about Brock Purdy. He's had two straight weeks, Andy, here, where he's lost and he's looked somewhat pedestrian. I still go back to that crazy stat about how many fewer rookie cards he still has than all the other rookie quarterbacks. So that always is going to be going in his favor, but just your thoughts overall on his market now that we've seen two straight weeks of just regular play.
0: Well, he's still up so much from right. before the season. And that's the that's the tough part. Like, yes, his market has taken about a five percent dip in the past week, but it's still up. Like uh if you if you just take cards on average, I was looking at his base prism uh base prism raw card. I'm gonna show you something real quick. His base prism raw card before the season was seven dollars and fifty cents. You see an auction there August 13th. Uh, you can see the mosaic three, three dollars. There's another base prism three dollars plus five dollars shipping. That's an eight dollar card. Now, this card, even last night, even today, after the um, after the loss and throwing two picks at the end of the game to to you know, really to to lose it, um, that card raw. It's still going to be like a 40 to 50 dollar card so even if and this is a prism black base that's selling for 46 which is more common than the base prism but here you go $40 is a buy it now today carter that sold for $40 plus $5 shipping so it's up so much like maybe uh before last week when he was just literally on the top of the world with Mahomes it, it, it was like a 50 to $60 card, and now it's it's pulled back to 40 but it was a 5 to $10 card before the season started. Yeah, I'll, I'll always
1: just say, use your eyes, right? Use your eyes. It, it's clear that, to a certain degree, he is a Shanahan merchant. That's all there is to it. Uh, a lot of QBs, I, and look, Brock, I, I would say Brock is better than Jimmy G. I, I, I'll give him that, but... I I would, I would just say be careful. That's that's all I'll say about that. Now, uh, Andy, as we always do with our live viewers, we want to get to as many of their comments as we possibly can. Um, I'll go ahead and touch on this if you don't mind, Andy. I'm getting a lot of questions about college quarterbacks. Mr. T uh, K, brings up here Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Drake May, all looked very pedestrian this weekend. Who's your Heisen front runner now? Carter? And Thomas uh, brings up KJ Jefferson is also struggling. Yeah. So the only quarterback who is playing beyond elite play for the last months, Andy, I'm going to give it. Thank you. It's your guy. It's Jaden Daniels, man. Jayden Daniels. And he's starting to move up draft boards. Uh, I know Bill Belichick loves Jaden Daniels. It's just something that I know. Okay. Uh, and, and they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. So, you know, they're going to be in that m- mid-first-round game. I don't think the Patriots are just going to suck out the rest of the, 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 the year. Um, but um, the only issue with Jaden Daniels is he was not in Bowman U. He was not in it, – it's, it's such a bummer, man. There's and I guarantee you, there's no one listening to this right now that's more depressed about that than me. It is impossible to be. Okay, um, he does have some Onyx autographs. So I do have one of these in the back, but yeah, it was a, it was a rough weekend for the college quarterbacks. It it just was. Um, so yeah, you know, as, as someone who's a who's a big Jaden fan, it it it, it does kind of suck that he's not in that product. But Andy, as far as the other college quarterbacks are concerned, there's still some. Like I'm still very high on Bowman U, right? Um, Jordan Travis had a big game this past weekend. Um, obviously, Riley Leonard played through an injury this past weekend. He's in Bowman U with Bowman first and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, rough weekend for college quarterbacks in general. But I still think these guys are going to still put up some, some some big numbers over the next couple of weeks.
0: I mean, it's been a pretty rough weekend and just a, like a past stretch for NFL quarterbacks as right. well. I mean, scoring is down. They talk about it every week, how scoring is down. You look at some of these performances uh, from the defensive uh, player standouts in the league. It's it's really impressive. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's why we had, you know, certain quarterbacks rising to the top like Purdy and Tua. Uh, but now it's like, yeah, I mean – it's it's Mahomes it's Mahomes on top you know it's we're, we're reminded that they are the best team in the NFL and, and maybe it's going to come down to a repeat between them and the Eagles and uh, if I, I go and dig into a variety of different Jalen Hurts cards they've all been pretty much the same from before the season till now he really hasn't had um, a big spike or a big dip uh, there's been certain it's just. There's so many different cards, like we talked about with between the auctions and the listings. It's it's way more uh, volatile uh, week to week, listing to listing, you know, than it is for a guy like Mahomes. He he, you have a little bit more consistency because you look at those specific cards. But even then, whether it's a, it's an auction, whether it's time write and buy it now. You never know. Sometimes you get inconsistent data from uh, unethical sellers, and uh, you know just. You know, there's a lot. It's it's a it's a moving target. Those guys really haven't um, dipped. But yeah, in NFL, I th- I feel like it's kind of running parallel at this point to the uh, to college football in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, Derek brings up JJ McCarthy of Michigan. Okay, two things. Michigan's not really played anyone. Also, JJ McCarthy threw two pick sixes versus TCU last year. So I know some people are going to be hesitant before they actually play some big games. Also, there is and there's JJ right there. There is a cheating scandal going on with the uh, Michigan right now. Okay, and yep. I know, uh, yeah, I know some of our Lions fans might not like that, but uh, it should be very interesting. Oh, look, Keon Coleman—that's actually kind of a nasty card. Um, he's so good. I don't know if you've seen him play yet, Andy. He is re-freaking ridiculous. Um, really good wide receiver class though for this Bowman U product. Malik Neighbors is in this class. That's an LSU guy. Keon Coleman, a Florida State guy, looks amazing. And Marvin Harrison Jr. All three of them had superhuman games this, these past couple of weeks. So I I still I still believe in Bowman You. I still do. Now, Andy, uh, we do want to get back um into the NFL and let's go to unleaded's uh, question here about them, like, like Andy Reid says. cheese. Andy do you hate or like the Chiefs first off do you, have you ever hated the Chiefs
0: I mean it's no I've never hated them no I've never hated them uh but it is nice to see other teams you know step up and kind of uh get, get in the limelight and make a deep playoff run we'll see what happens this year i mean if if you look at the new power rankings from 33rd team, for example, it's a very balanced. They've got in the, t- in their top 10, they've got five NFC teams, five AFC teams. And, and you look at the past week and it's like, ah, Chiefs and Eagles, you know? So, um, yeah. And, and, uh, people don't seem to like the fact that, um, uh, Taylor Swift is involved with, with Travis Kelsey and that she's uh, taken away from the sport or the, the the football game people don't people don't like that I guess but she's regardless she's had a big 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 impact on the rookie card values of Kelsey and pretty soon it it may impact Mahomes too I don't know
1: let's touch on that okay um, look I don't think the NFL has gone overboard on the Taylor Swift thing. I know that that's going to be an unpopular opinion, and I know, Andy, there are people that listen to the show every week that hate my guts. They do. Okay? I, I Going back to the hockey rant a few weeks ago, "Is you Northerners hate me. Okay? I get it. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. I love Northerners. Me and Chad are boys. Me and Derek are boys. Okay? Look, Taylor Swift is the most popular person, Andy, on the planet. Okay? On the planet. She she's on the same level as the Beatles, Michael Jackson. When it comes to popularity, live with it. If that triggers you, I'm sorry. It's just the case. She's that freaking popular. She sells out these stadiums that these football players play in. And guess what, Andy? My wife watches the Chiefs every single week. Bought their merchandise. My wife asked me about Travis Kelsey cards not too long ago. Okay. You're telling me this doesn't have an effect? You have the data. You've seen. Um, You've seen it. Let's go to unleaded here. He said he tested two Kelsey cards, one with Swift in the title and one not. The Swift one gets more views. I'm just
0: saying, man,
1: I don't think people quite understand how popular Taylor Swift is, Andy. It's, it's, It's nuts.
0: Yeah, it's, it's along the same lines as uh why the Rocks, you know, rookie card got up to those insane prices that, wow. that it has before. And it, I mean, it still does hold a very pretty penny cuz it's, it's such a limited supply of that one Bumblebee football card of him playing, you know, uh for My, the Miami Hurricanes, yeah. but um yeah, I mean, Kel, Kel, I mean, you, you can't deny it. Like I'm seeing Kelsey transactions that are unprecedented for his his career for the sports card boom. Like you go back and look at Travis Kelsey's prices in 2020 and in, in Super Bowl time frame of the Chiefs at the end of the 2020 season, at the beginning of 2021, and they're still lower than what they are now. And there's only one there's only one way to explain this. It's
1: Taylor Swift. It's it's at, and look, we're not. We're not going to bash Taylor Swift over your heads. It's just not what we're going to do but we had to mention it because it's what's popping up on on Andy's data. So it, it is a difference maker it just is like my I'm telling you right now Andy every night my wife's my wife's telling me hey Taylor Swift's coming to New Orleans she knows I got a bunch of New Orleans contacts she is ripping my face off getting tickets for a show next October right next October. Andy, I love LSU football more than my wife loves Taylor Swift. I'm not worried about next October. I'm not worried about the next year. I'm just not. Like it is crazy her reach. Uh, It does help that she's beautiful. It does help that you know Travis Kelsey is is a handsome guy. all, All those things, but man, it's 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 a difference maker. But just in general, the Chiefs are still the team. I. I would not be a buyer of Travis Kelsey's cards, but Andy, I do wish I would have committed to Travis Kelsey like I was thinking about doing a few years ago. And you're a friend of mine, Andy, you knew that. Um, I thought about collecting Kelsey because he's a 2013 class guy. He was Tyron Matthews' teammate a few years ago. Um, So those cards would have looked good next to each other, but I decided to not do it, and I'm regretting it now. Uh, Ha, ha, (laughs) ha. But uh but yeah let's let's take a look at this chart right here um n f l future strength of schedule what stands out to you andy
0: well I, I i the chiefs stand out to me on on this, you know, just looking at yeah, they may be facing uh some decent offenses, but the defensive strength of their upcoming opponents is very low, so they're gonna keep rolling man they're gonna keep rolling they're gonna keep winning games, they're gonna be the number one team in the n f l most likely. Uh, heading into the playoffs.
1: So let's take a look at this chart. And I like predictive analysis, right? It's one thing I've tried to get better at, you know, in my daily job with college football, right? I think the team that stands out to me here, Andy, is the Steelers, right? So they get a big victory this past weekend over Stafford and the Rams. All right. Uh, Shout out to Patrick Peterson. But I want to talk about Kenny Pickett here. All right. Notice what this chart says facing bad offenses and good defenses, mm-hmm. okay? So let's just say Kenny Pickett goes on a tear over these next couple of weeks. That means he can really play, right? So good stuff. Obviously, beating Stafford, that game was crazy. But, uh, you know, for me, Andy, Kenny Pickett's a big part of this hobby right now, right? He's a year two QB. He was the highest draft at QB, so his print run's going to be high. He plays for the Steelers, top five brand in the NFL. Also, whether or not you think this is a big deal, I think it is. Kenny Pickett does wear black and gold uniforms. So there's a lot of cool color match cards with black finites and and gold number to 10. So I am going to be interested to see how Kenny Pickett performs over these next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, he's had 1,500 cards added to the PSA database in the past seven days. That tops the charts by far, for any 2022 rookie. I mean, it's twice as much as Ritter, three times as much as Howell. You can see that's even uh, three times as much as Garrett Wilson. Uh, Brock Purdy at 1,100 is the closest one, and we know how many fewer rookie cards. He's got like what we say about 3500 fewer rookie cards just in terms of variety you right. know then then than, than, than pick and that's you know part of the reason why he's got rookie ticket autos at 300 dollars um and with with only 59 buy it now solds in the past week compared to brock purdy's 233 just talking specifically graded cards it does paint an interesting picture for kenny pickett over the um the second half of the season because he's been one of the guys Carter that has dipped more than pretty much any other quarterback because of how hot he got in the preseason Kenny Pickett got so hyped up in the preseason that he has dipped when you when you look at the 60 day trends like he's dipped quite a bit because of how hot his cards got before the season started Man, I'm loving the chat today.
1: You guys have been absolutely kicking butt today. Um, I want you to pull up that chart one more time, Andy—the one where you know it's predictive. We're seeing the good defenses, bad defenses, all that stuff. And I want to point out uh, one more QB here, okay? Um, and that's Lamar Jackson, right? It's it's clear that the evidence is is clear. It's irrefutable at this point. If you have him lower than top five QBs in the NFL. You're just a hater. You're just a freaking hater. I understand it was Lions defense and it's Aaron Glenn. And, and I, once again, Michiganders, please correct me if I'm wrong on this. All right. The lovely people in Michigan saw Lamar Jackson tear uh, the lions up, you know, this past weekend. Y'all he's good. He's, he's elite. And it's, now he's got an OC who's who's actually throwing more than he's running with Todd Monkin, and he's got good weapons. And I understand his contract is huge and it eats up a huge piece of the salary cap. But I understand it's a difficult division. But Andy, he's, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and the people in the chat watching this right now, and you correct me, Andy, is Lamar Jackson a no doubt top five QB in this, in, in the league?
0: Well, he's got to be. He's got to be, he's got to be there um, right now. When you look at the, the EPA and the statistics and everything and the defense is good. So, I mean, this is a great team. You saw the pressure they were able to get on Goff on Sunday, but um, at which, you know, shut them down, man. You, you put guys like Jared Goff under pressure and they're just, they're not good. Uh, so, you know, shut them down, but then the, the offense continues to roll, you know? And I mean, I've seen Lamar Jackson in so many different situations. I think it's very safe to say he's gotta be in the top five uh, quarterbacks. It's, I mean, he's good, man. He's really good.
1: So let me let me ask you this. And and once again, chat, give me uh an L for Lamar Jackson, give me a J for Justin Herbert. Who is the better quarterback moving forward in your mind?
0: Ooh. Oh man, Her, Herbie got that, uh, got that cannon, man. The way he throws that ball out there, just like that, that ball is like a torpedo. But, um, yeah, I'd say Lamar has got uh sim- I think their, their arm strength is similar, but obviously Herbert's got the stronger arm. Uh, but obviously Lamar Jackson's got a higher, <clears throat> uh, mobility rating, higher athleticism. And I do like the way that this, this offense is shaping up here. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to go Lamar in the I'm gonna have to go Lamar, man. There you go. It's about time.
1: And all offseason, I got the Herbert Hader thing. I'm telling you, I, I just don't think the Chargers are gonna win. I, I just they're not winning now. Staley's not good. And I understand the Chargers schedule was brutal. Last couple of weeks they played the two teams that very well could be in the Super Bowl. I get it. Schedule's brutal. Totally understand it. But I, I see the talent with Herbert. It's just God, his prices are just so extravagant. That they, they have been and you could have been buying Lamar during that time period. I just have a tough time seeing Andy, the Ravens never, never winning a Super Bowl without Lamar Jackson at some point. So I I truly I truly believe he's special. I was saying that this offseason that um you know now that he's got the contract and he's healthy watch out
0: yeah you're right we got to see an extended sample size of tyler huntley uh last year and it wasn't the same as as the guy you could clearly see the regression from the the beginner's luck that he had or called beginner's luck that he had whenever uh he initially started back in uh 2021 for lamar so I do think that uh, Lamar is a critical component for the Ravens to make a deep playoff run, potentially Super Bowl. Now, Carter, what about – I'm going to pop back over this and ask you, what about the Browns? What about the Browns? Because this past week sure looked like Deshaun Watson could have come back in, and it sure looked like maybe P.J. Walker is a better fit for this team than Deshaun Watson on this mega bloated contract.
1: I remember last year we were talking about that PJ Walker game winning throw to, to to your boy DJ Moore. Uh and PJ's got game, man. Um Deshaun, I I will I will say this over and over again. Obviously he's cooked. Do you do do you think he can turn it around, Deshaun Watson? Or do you have you seen enough to say Andy he is 1,000% cooked.
0: I I don't think he's cooked, no. And I think he was just starting to get into a groove um, before he hurt his shoulder. But obviously throwing shoulder injuries can affect uh, performance in other ways, not only just uh, the throwing motion. So I think at this point, he's not the best quarterback on that team right now. And I think a lot of it does have to do with this injury. But at, at the same time, I, I it, he doesn't seem to be uh, to to have that same spark, that same magic that he had with the Texans when he was a rookie, in his first three years in the league. Right.
1: Uh, God, Miles Garrett is so
0: good. I see Chad with the Miles Garrett flip. I see you. Uh, wow, I can't believe how how much Deshaun Watson cards have fallen. Just looking at his Prism PSA ten, there is a I buy it now. This past Sunday that went for seventy five dollars in the morning. Uh, another buy now for one twenty five an auction. I think that's probably your consistent trend right there around one hundred twenty five dollars. But but dude, that that is the that's the current price for Cooper Cup. That's the current right. price for uh, Christian McCaffrey goes for more than this right now. Um, so I mean, just look at that. Just I mean, he has just totally tanked in value since the season started. Wild. I guess
1: that. I mean, if it got below 75, Andy, I guess I would have to be a buyer at that point, but it's
0: gotta be uh, a buy. Yeah. I mean, the Browns are a playoff team, aren't they? I right. Mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, before the season, the Browns are one of my favorite teams roster wise. Um, I, I thought, I do think they're the most talented roster in the NFL. I do. Um, but yeah, Deshaun just looks bad. He just looks bad. And he's just a, tough guy to collect right Andy you saw it at the National people want to like you right Uh, and something else that's really not nearly as serious as obviously the the allegations against Deshaun Watson but he actually liked football cards I remember seeing a few photos of him with all his rookie cards like parallels everything and I was like dang that I, we don't know many quarterbacks that are like big fans of of cards per se. like uh, like Trevor Lawrence obviously, you know has an affinity towards them, but still, um, And as Ron points out, there was a crazy there' was some crazy officiating at the end of that uh, Colts Browns game. Now we get to hobby tip of the week, and Andy ought to talk about a player that uh, one of our loyal chatters brought up. Hobby tip of the week for me is 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 pretty simple. If there is a guy that is clearly not a starter and he has a huge week, don't go buy that guy. You already missed out on the opportunity. Okay. Don't even think about it. Right. And that was the case this past weekend with Tyson Bagent, right? Or Bagent, however you want to say his name. Tyson Bagent.
0: Andy are you part of the tyson train hey man he he's interesting he's interesting right this guy could have gone to a d1 school so i started doing some more digging into his bio and okay. started to like him more and more the more i read uh and he's got very few rookie cards so we did see like the leaf card the leaf draft auto card spiked to like crazy that's his most common card that that people were after and that card went from like A $20, $25 card to now $150. I'm sure there's been probably maybe even some higher transactions this week. As you know, Justin Fields probably gonna miss another week or two, I'd imagine, with the thumb injury. And this Tyson Badgett kid, guess what? He didn't turn the ball over, Carter. He didn't turn the ball over. And, and you know, uh, uh, Deontay Foreman had a career game. And he managed the offense. And what you got out of Tyson Badgett, which was interesting, was the rushing yards. You got 24 rushing yards. He showed some athleticism. So this kid's an athlete. He could have gone to a bigger school, but decided not to, for whatever reason, stayed at Shepard. Balled oh, out at the Senior Bowl. I, I in, in looking at it, I'm like, you know, start um, I'm hearing some of these these fantasy analysts talk about how, you know, why why is um, why was Michael Wilson a thing at round draft time? That was because of Tyson Badgett. Like those those are the guys that he was throwing to at the senior bowl, apparently balled out. And, uh, you know, his, his dad's a whatever, t- 28 time world champion arm wrestler. Uh and uh he had a of his little segment on NFL was super funny, he seemed like a really cool guy, he was hilarious, and Tyson Badgett, man, just happy for him. The success that he was able to get. It, 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 uh, he's good. The, things like that that happen are great for the, the hobby, and uh they, they're very interesting studies, case studies.
1: Yeah, so Blake brings up, he says, Carter, anything is possible, see Kurt Warner. Yeah, absolutely, but I, I did see a Tyson badge and go for 825 a gold auto college uni rookie. Um so my point is be careful. Now, I will say there could be some people that have some Tyson badge and cards just listed at way under market buy nows and yeah, you should buy those. So never just never. I shouldn't have been, you know, as blanket statement as that, but I wouldn't buy them at this point, if you see um, if you see the prices go up above some other players uh, that were in that same product, so uh, the, the the truth though is there's no as Chad points out there's no per uniform cards of Badgeant. so at some point there will be and and people will will flock uh, to those. So uh, so there you go. But that's part of it. Part of the hunt is finding these guys before. They get that opportunity. If you could find those those players, guess what? You're golden.
0: If you can, yeah. And, and that's that's part of it, man. And knowing uh which guys, and you, so you almost take what the market gives you. If you can find a guy that well, wow, maybe this guy's not a starter, but I I like his athletic profile. He's got an interesting story, he's on a big team, man. And and you finding the comparable date sold data, like the leaf draft auto. If you can get that for one of these quarterback type of guys for $25, I mean, that's a very good like liquid, safe buy because it may not happen this year, but what if it happened next year? The chances of them printing Tyson Tyson badging cards is, is pretty low. Like he's gonna have uh maybe a, a contender's rookie ticket auto, and maybe he gets put into one of the other, like maybe one of select, like one of the tiers of select because he's a uh, a late fifth round quarterback, um, you know. So you're you're still going to have those Leaf draft auto cards are going to be relevant. So if you bought one and you missed, well, you, you're you're holding it. Maybe it happens next year, um, and you and you're still having a relevant card. Maybe it doesn't go up to one hundred and fifty or higher, but it still goes up to fifty or sixty, something like that. Just depends. Uh, but you know, those the, the the common denominators that I look for, Carter are things like the rookie auto, the serial numbers, um, the color match to the team, that kind of thing. Something that, you know, has a little bit of, of popularity and desirability behind it to kind of help it hold that, you know, some longer term weight in case it doesn't hit quick. But I'm always trying to get it to hit quick. I'm always looking for those quick flips. Your hobby tip of the week is uh google google cardboard market on your web browser and and download and install that extension you just google it it's an extension and i've had this question from a couple people this is um this is what you get for um uh you, you click on the ebay listing you can see the buy it now best offer accepted price and what it went for you get that right on ebay so you don't need to go to 130 point anything like that anymore you know, it's just it's right there, and um, oh uh, hell yeah, yeah man. It's so it's it's nice. You don't have to uh, go to one thirty point anymore, which a lot of times is down. It's right there on eBay. You just click it, and you can see what that price is. Just like I, I was showing you guys earlier. You know, it's just it it's an extension. So go to Google, and you see how I just click View Price right next to the sold listing. Yeah, uh, this is an extension right up here on your browser called Cardboard Market. Uh, you just go to Google, type in cardboard market. See how the other Chrome Web Store cardboard market? It's free. You download it, um, have it turned on in your in your uh, browser. Shout out to Rhino Cards. He showed me this, uh, and and off to the races with getting that buy it now, best offer, sold price.
1: Ah uh, ah, uh,
0: yeah man,
1: Oh, man.
0: Look yeah. at you, look at you, huh? Ah, And ah, so uh, ah. our man, Paul Hickey from nooffseason.com has got a hobby tip of the week as well.
2: Football card quest. What's up? It's Paul Hickey, co-host of the sports card strategy show right here on the nooffseason.com sports card network. I'm back. Thanks to Andy and Carter with another hobby tip of the week for you guys. Now, I know eBay is not the only place to sell cards, but it's the place that I sell the most cards because when you've got a lot of cards, it doesn't take as much time when you sell them on eBay. So here we go. I utilize eBay drafts and I got this tip from Dr. Crack Chad Gill on the Sports Card Strategy Show because I like to sell at the right time and I don't like to schedule my eBay auctions to end at a particular time, but I know when I want to list them. So what I do is I preload my eBay draft with a boatload of cards. Like this is what my eBay drafts folder looks like right now. There's literally 28 different cards in here that I know I want to sell within the next two weeks. And all I have to do now, they're all loaded. And all I have to do now is just go in, and make them live with the click of one button whenever I want. Typically, I'm a 10-day auction type of guy. I know a lot of you on the Football Card Quest, especially Andy, are more of a buy it now or best offer seller. But when I wanna list my 10-day auctions, I just go right into the eBay drafts, boom, get them posted. Everybody, thanks so much for putting up with me on my Hobby Tip of the Week and for having me on the show. Don't forget to check out all the rest of the great content on the nooffseason.com sports card network, especially the Sports Card Strategy Show. Subscribe. All right, Andy Carter, back to you guys.
0: Yeah, so I like that strategy, Carter. I do, I do that similar with the eBay drafts, but I start the eBay listing on my computer, save it as a draft, and then I go over to my phone, open the draft, take a quick picture of the card and then click list. So I love that being able to have these drafts ready to go. And then all you need to do from your phone is pictures and list. I'm a big fan of that strategy.
1: So I've actually never done this. So you can draft it on your computer and then pull it up on your phone and then put the, just the photo in it and then list. Okay. That could save you a lot of time because you know, for me, when I list, I have to, Take a photo with my phone, then send it over, airdrop it to my Mac because I'm a Mac user. I, I'm a, a mammal, unlike you other uh, people that don't use Macintosh products. You're
0: not a Mac guy, are you? Uh, no, no. I mean, God no. bless! I have an iPhone, but I, I have all uh, Windows computers. <sighs> Just...
1: Just What 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 do I have to do with you? I mean, what? Why? Why? What? This is worse than hockey. It's, it's 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 all about the Steve Jobs, Tim Cooks of the world, baby. Apple all day. But no. Uh, yeah, list. Uh, I I didn't know you could draft it and then just put from your phone. That that's going to save me so much time. Look at you, Paul Hickey, giving better tips and. Then me and Andy, we've been doing this for years. And Paul Hickey, I, I like that. Nooffseason.com, shout him out. Um, but but yeah. Now, uh, we'll take a few more comments before we get to play of the week. And uh, dang, a lot of you are coming after me for the Apple. James <laughs> has, and, see, I talk to Derek a lot, and it pisses me off that he's a uh, he, – I have to really like you to talk to you on – android uh for the longest like i really have to like you and uh that that means Derek and i are true bros uh so there you go andy any comment that you've seen up to this point in the show that you would like to bring up
0: man the chat is lit the chat is lit i'm i'm having a difficulty keeping up over here um and i mean this is uh it's, it's, tough. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hone in on one comment, but uh, man, now the chat's lit.
1: Now, okay, so let me, let me ask you this Donris coming up pretty soon. Your thoughts?
0: That's a bit, that's a major release because it goes in retail stores. It's going to have a, a healthy variety of cards in there. Uh, big checklist, got the rated rookies. They're going to release the factory sets as well on this. Uh, those at about $50 have always historically have always been a good deal. If you can get those uh, uh, full retail sets because they're all in great conditions, you have your highest PSA 10 hit rates on base Donruss rated rookies. So, yeah, th- that's another reason why this raw product does so well. It's going to be a big chase for a lot of these guys. It's uh, fully pro uniform. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's maybe one or two guys in there that are not pro uniform. If they're not pro uniform, they're either going to be in a, a practice uniform, a, uh, um, a combine uniform. Uh, I, I don't think, I mean, I've only ever seen like, and this is going back to like 2018, 2019 Donruss, where they have a couple of the rookies in there that aren't rated rookies in a college uniform. But if, if that is the case, then it's still going to have a pro team logo and stuff, but almost all in all cases, it's going to be at least photoshopped to where it's like them in the combine or a practice Jersey. It's not going to be, I mean, I'm sure it'll be better Photoshopping than some of those Bowman Chrome university cards, but uh, yeah, it's big set, big set, big release. It's going to be super popular.
1: All right. Now uh, we do get to, uh, play of the week. I will say this: Donris is a big release. You do get the rated rookie logo. Okay, it does kind of get mixed in with the optic, which is different, but you still get the rated rookie logo. That's always going to be iconic. I would stay away mostly from buying anything Donris base or anything super rare, right? Um, and also, obviously, Prism is always going to be around the corner, and Prism is still king. So, just keep all those things in mind. Okay, Andy. I am going to let you go first for play of the week.
0: Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, So yeah, I see some more comments rolling in here in the chat. So yeah, I I look at Donruss 2023 as a big flip product, right? I, I, to your point, I don't want to hold it whenever optics coming out. Um, But the pro rated rookies for rookies, Th- this year is going to be is going to be lit. So I look at a guy like Josh Downs, just just coming off a career game, maybe the Colts <laughs> lose, but Gardner Minshew uh put up a lot of points and um the Colts are are a team that's interesting to follow right now in the AFC South playing aggressive, competitive Shane Steichen has been a a really nice change of pace coach for this team um and their defense it, it's got weaknesses, it's it's about middle of the pack. And I look at this team as uh, that's going to continue to compete. If you go and look at that um, screenshot we had pulled up earlier, you know, the, the, the remaining schedule is about so-so. And then right there's the Texans. So my two plays are going to be one Josh downs and then two tank Dell for the Texans. I like both of these guys, man. I'm, I'm I'm coming to find out that anytime you get any type of, of coach or coordinator that worked, around Kyle Shanahan, they're going to go on to do some good stuff, man. So (laughs) I'm bullish on on this Texans offense because, you know, Tank Dell has been a a ghost the past few weeks, but it's only a matter of time he gets healthy again, and all of a sudden he has one of those big spike games, um, and I can turn around and flip the card, quick flip, because I can just get him so cheap in auction right now that um, that I'm going to turn around and flip him.
1: I'm going to go with Christian Kirk, okay? And I, I'm going to give one specific Christian Kirk card, okay? Um, get one of these Spectra autos in his Jaguars uniform, right? I've always thought Spectra is underrated. I'm not gonna tell you that it's like super popular or anything like that, but you know, he, he has this big game versus the Saints and he scores this huge touchdown, and I see you know, in a Jaguars uniform, Christian Kirk auto, uh $10 out the door, um, $13 out the door. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Jaguars make it to the Super Bowl. This is nine dollars out the door. I'm looking at right here. Um, I I like Christian Kirk. I, I do, right? Uh now he would have been a way better buy low a few weeks ago. And it's not like he's going to be just like, Truly, truly, truly spectacular. Like, you're not going to get a whole lot of 11 catches, 240 yard kind of games. And those are the guys I normally want to target. I do just want to point out, though, that the Jaguars are playing really good football right now. And, you know, it could be a Christian Kirk rookie in an Arizona uniform, or it could be one of these Jaguar uniform cards. Once again, I, I'm not a big money guy. So I'm always looking for a wide receiver kinda of in that middle tier uh range. So Chris Kirk, I think, is still gonna put up big numbers. You can also look to see if Calvin Ridley's going way down, uh, because he's been a little quiet lately. Um, but still I think his rookie ticket auto still go for, you know, a decent amount. So um just one thing to keep an eye out for. It's nothing that you know I'm spending a gazillion dollars are, but but I am targeting someone like that, even though Christian Kirk did score that touchdown on my dear beloved Tyron Matthew. So uh there you go. ETN Sh- baby. ETN. He's ETN's, a beast.
0: He's blowing up right now, man. Uh
1: Shoddy says Mayers is a solid buy right now. No shot at a playoff run, but he's a stud great by low in fantasy. Also, is he talking about
2: Michael, Michael
1: or is he talking about Jacoby Myers? Uh, they're both on non-playoff teams.
0: So that's a good point. He could be. Yeah. I I think his comments in reference because I was talking Tank Dell and Josh Downs, and he was probably on the lines of rookie guys, uh, Michael Mayer, because he was so I mean Michael Mayer barely had a role. I mean, he his snap share was so low and and now Snapshare climbing each week. He's getting more and more opportunities converting. Yeah, he's um, and that dude was such a stud at Notre Dame and everything. Um, he's, he's interesting. Um, let's talk about eBay
1: uh, promotions. Diamond Dogs uh, with the Kevin James meme says eBay is really pushing the promoted listings for him. And he says his sales
0: have gone up. Love it. I use promoted listings a ton, but I do a very, I I do a a specific, I do a specific amount. See, Chad does his at 8%. Typically, they're going to, eBay's going to recommend that you do it like between 10 and 12%. But the question you've got to ask yourself is, what, at what percentage do I need to set it at to get my card at the top of the list? And I only do this on common cards, right, Carter? If, if, I'm, if I'm selling a base Donruss rated rookie, yeah, I'm going to use the promotion because I want to get my card to the top of the list to get that first impulse buyer. If they just sort by best match, which is what eBay defaults to, it doesn't always go by what's cheapest first. In fact, they never goes by what's cheapest first unless there's only uh, one or two of those cards. It's, it's going to go by who's got the highest promoted, the high, who's paying eBay the most to get their card at the top of the list. So that's where eBay promotions are super important. you got to go, when you're thinking about listing the card, go and look at the active available, not the solds. Go and look at the active available listings for the car that you have, and see how many of those show promoted listing at the at the top.
1: Interesting. Um, I did some promoted listings, Andy, for the first time this off season, and it did help. It just did um, because eBay, you're paying eBay to essentially put your stuff out there. So guess what eBay's going to do? They going to reward you. Um, It's it's funny how that works. It's simple economics, right? Um, So, yeah, I do agree with uh, promoting your listings, especially if it is uh, common. So shoddy did clarify the tight end from the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, he's big time. You know, he would have won the the tight end award last year if it wasn't for Brock Bowers. So, yeah, I mean, Michael Mayer is is. Um, a very solid uh tight end. I don't know if he's as good as Sam Laporter though, but we do get Dalton Kincaid with no Dawson Knox, Andy.
0: This this is what I was gonna say, Carter. We're about to see the true ceiling of Dalton Kincaid, who was the top tight end taken this past draft class, and that and, and Dawson Knox has been a total thorn in his side. Uh, so this is this is the time, like, if you're ever in on Kincaid, it's now. I've already seen the the solds increase in the past 24 hours since we had the the tweet about Dawson Knox injury. So Kincaid and and if he can if he can exceed the expectations and show like a a top five tight end fantasy ceiling, watch out. The cards are going to go up a lot because they Kincaid just had the quietest start besides Michael Mayer. You know, Laporta really has stolen the limelight for tight ends and Luke Musgrave, too, for that matter. So. Um, yeah, Kincaid's prices compared to Laporta are way lower. And this Buffalo team is a good team, although they got beat by the Patriots this past week. Oh man, their coach—he didn't. He, if he wasn't bald, he would have been pulling out his hair. But McDermott, yeah, he's pretty, but as bald as me. <laughs> I I'm not a McDermott,
1: and I'm not a Ken Dorsey guy. If they would have kept Brian Dable, like I told him to a few years ago, they they would be undefeated right now. Come at come at me all you want. Um so there you go. Um and, and Kikade's gonna be a big team. I mean, I the, the Bills overall still do look pretty good and they should be uh, they, they 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 should be in playoff condition. But Diamond Dogs makes a good point. Dalton Kikade needs to, you know, hit up Dua Lipa or hit up um, some pop star. Go go older, go look for some of the older pop stars, go, 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 go date Paul Abdul, do something like that. And, and you'll, your, your prices will go way, way, way up.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the reality is these factors off the field. I mean, they have a massive, massive, massive effect on, um, on the, on football cards. So, I mean, I remember when I was first getting in Carter, you know, I was I was studying like the vintage markets uh, and I was looking at Joe Montana and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, didn't he retire a long time ago? And I saw a spike in his cards in 2019 and then I went and, and and it was in the summer and I went and dialed it in and they did like this whole TV event. It was his birthday. It was like the anniversary of of his awards and stuff. And so it was a big deal. They did like a whole... You know, 30 for 30 thing on them and stuff. And so it, um, I was like able to pinpoint that the, in fact, this media relevance is what caused the spike in a retired player's card. So you can see how much m- the media has an effect on, uh, these players.
1: Yeah. I guess, I guess that would be a fun study. I have a bunch of fun studies that you and I have talked about doing. That would be one of them. Like, how big of a media event does it need to be, right? Like, does it need to be a tell, uh, like, an all-in revealing documentary, or what? What really off the field can really move the prices of your cards? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know to what extent, but obviously, with Travis Kelsey, as we discussed earlier, it truly is
0: something. Um, yeah, I think it depends on the, the, the player that, that, that is affected and what, what happens like, right. I mean, it's wild Carter remember DeMar Hamlin. I mean, we, yeah, uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, the same thing happened with Dwayne Haskins, uh, rest in peace. Like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of wild how things like that, but then you look at, uh, Chris Olave getting arrested last night. That's, that's not going to affect his cards positively. Mm. They go, oh, Chris, what are you doing, man? What are you doing going 35 over the limit, got arrested? You got that wrong, though,
1: because the guy that we're slobbing all over this morning is Jordan Addison. Jordan That's Addison right. was going 140 this offseason.
0: 140. Well, he didn't get arrested, did he? No, he got pulled over. He got pulled uh, over, but that was in Minnesota. You don't get arrested for that kind of stuff, I guess. Okay.
1: So the last thing on the Kelsey thing is Taylor Swift is so big, like she's she's the biggest star. But uh so it is a little bit different. Like, I get, I guess it would take Dalton Kincaid. So I, I, when I said date someone older to one up him, I'm getting all kinds of pop stars. I got Madonna. So Dalton Kincaid and Madonna. You heard it here first. Um But. Yeah, it it is it is interesting. Like Leaf does, like a lot of pop star kind of cards, right? And they have got some pop star cards that that I want. That some of them are LSU stars. So, yeah, it is it, it is very interesting. Let me um, crap! I, I lost I lost my thought here.
0: But yeah, we are we are. Not- I I derailed I derailed your thought process with the Chris Olave comment. I knew I was no, gonna no 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 no, no it, it it was it it was that it was something to do
1: with the. It was something to do with speeding. Football, po- oh no, 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 no! What is the fastest mile per hour you've ever driven, Andy? The fastest?
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, I've I've driven uh, 175 on a motorcycle before. I was much younger, and what I did it, I had to do it. Why but, did
1: you have wait 175?
0: I, yeah, I've got a motorcycle uh, license, and I used to have a uh, Yamaha R6, and I uh, <laughs> when I was like 21. And I took it on the expressway in the middle of the night. And there was absolutely no cards around. And I just wanted to see what the top speed was. Um, and so I, I pegged it, me and another buddy. And, and we got it up to like 175. And I could, I felt like I couldn't. you couldn't move at all or you were just going to like fly off of the thing. It was pretty wild. So I slowed down. And uh, I remember that because we got back to the city. And a couple of the other guys were still going really fast. And I had slowed all the way down to just going like 10, 15 over the speed limit. And these guys were still going like 35, 40. Sure enough, state troopers come flying by me and pulled over my friends. And I ride by them as they're pulled over. And I just keep going. I didn't, I mean, dude. They 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 hated me for that. But I told them before we got into the city to slow down, like I'm not speeding through the city. I'm not I'm not that dumb. Like I'll speed in the middle of the country on a country road where nobody else is around, but not when I get into the city. I mean, come on.
1: So in the chat, I'm curious because we do have to wrap this up because I'm chubby and hungry right now. What is the fastest you have ever driven? Um, just give your give your MPH. I did not think when I logged on to this show that I was going to be hearing my good friend Andy goes 175 miles per hour, 175. So we getting a bunch of 120s. I don't think anyone here could beat 175. I mean, I could get a call here from Lewis Hamilton and Jeff
0: Gordon being like, "Dang, slow down." That is crazy. I, I didn't I didn't um I didn't expect James to come in with 198 on a 750. Wow, man. Oh, dang. My, Michael Floyd in the drag car. Woo, buddy. 208 in a quarter mile. Wait, so 198 a
1: 750. That sounds like a plane. Well, what is a 750?
0: uh i think he's talking about a 750 cc motorcycle oh okay because i know like eventually yeah
1: 757 is a plane i was like okay yeah that makes sense but 198 um god we got a bunch of 145s 120s in here
0: um (laughs) some guys (laughs) it's using airplane speed yeah i mean are we classifying how fast I was going? I was I was flying to the national to uh, to meet up with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm talking about wheels on uh, apparatus, whatever it it, it 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 can be. 208 is insane. But you're in a drag car. I just couldn't imagine being on a motorcycle. That is absolutely crazy.
0: Ted said he was going 145 in a rented Maserati outside of Vegas. With a trunk full of hot ass cards, <laughs> dude.
1: That what you don't know is when you speed, it does affect the centering on your cards. Like the, it shrinks the cards. In case y'all didn't know that. Um, so yeah, uh, guy, a lot of you are going going crazy over this. Whether it's the iPhone, Android debate, or
0: or the speeding debate, you guys are coming at us now. I sold my motorcycle by the way a long long time ago. It was it's yeah. impractical, you know, especially down here. Yeah,
1: that 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 could have been at that time you could have used that money to buy 50 Brady rookies and and your your kids college would be paid off uh, by by now. Um but still. Now, what we need you to do is give this show five-star reviews on all platforms and tell your friends about it. Right, we do it every Tuesday. Uh, it's a it, it takes it takes a lot of work to to, to 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 do this. This is not easy work. So join the football card quest uh, Patreon and check out nooffseason And until next week, y'all. Peace. Peace.
0: Drive safe out there.
1: Boom.